It's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Ryan Horvat and Sean Levine, the sports machine, actually with you here tonight on BetMGM Tonight. We got Nick and Trista with the night off. Uh, we've been talking a lot of Super Bowl. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, Super Bowl champions. We're going to try right. to get into some NBA. We're going to get into some NBA, some college hoops. We also got to change my mind Monday, Patrick Everson. Still to come on the show, hour number four. Uh, but right now, man, we got to get to some scores, and I am in a sweat. Uh, Duke up 70-65 on Wake Forest. I took Wake Forest earlier at 7.5, closed at 7, a minute 45 to go. Uh, Wake Forest on the road, hanging in there, no live line currently. NBA action, we got some scores to get to. The Pacers trailed the Hornets 98-95. The Hornets, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the live line. Total in the game, 217-and-a-half, minus 130 to the under. The Cavs and the 76ers in a tie game right now. Fourth quarter, seven minutes to go. 76ers closes 11.5-point dogs. On the live line right now, 3.5-point dogs. That one tied up at 102. Live total, 236.5. The Bulls were a lean for me. I stayed away because it's the Bulls taking on the Hawks. Uh, That game's tied up at 66 in the third quarter, 8.30 to go. Live total, 237.5. Bulls, 3.5-point dogs on the live line. How about the Spurs tonight? Up 74-59. They closed this dogs. They're now seven and a half point favorites. Live total two twenty nine and a half. The dogs, dogs are, are barking. barking I mean, dude, the, the Hornets, as you said, the Sixers are barking. The Spurs, like everybody, we got dogs barking all over the place in the NBA. We got the Rockets up fifty one thirty eight on the Knicks. We got the Pelicans up sixty forty five on the Grizzlies. How about the Bucks in the second quarter, 315 to go at home at the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, up 54-33 on the Nuggets. They're 14 and a half point favorites. Uh, the Mavs and the Wizards underway in the first quarter. Mavs already up 22-16. And then we got two more games coming up. The Jazz, one and a half point dogs at home in Utah, minus 120 is the price. Total in that game, 240 and a half. Uh, Chris Paul out tonight for Golden State. And then probably the best matchup in the NBA tonight. I'm going to make a play on this one. Give me the Clippers. Four and a half point favorites at home against Minnesota. Two teams. You got Minnesota 36 and 16. The Clippers 35 and 16. Clippers home favorites, four and a half point favorites. Total in the game, 224 and a half. Everybody's going tonight for LA. Harden, Mann, Paul George, Kawhi, and Zubats all in the starting lineup. Uh, McDaniels is a game time decision. Clark's out for Minnesota. Uh, Sean, I'm in love with this Clippers team. I got Clippers futures 18 to 1. I'm feeling pretty good about. I'm going to bet them small tonight as four and a half point favorites. Before we get to a change my mind Monday, anything for you in these last two games uh, in the NBA tonight? Hey, man, I'm with you on those Clippers. The, the only question with the Clippers is can they stay healthy? It is pretty crazy how good some of those other pieces, some of those, you know, Russell Westbrook type pieces have ended up working out for them. But, man, their top end talent is as good as anybody because they've got the same record as the Timberwolves. Well, close to it. So the Clippers come in tonight 35 and 16. The T-Wolves are 36 and 16. And it seems like the public, nobody believes in the Timberwolves. Like, they need to prove that they can win a playoff series or two. It's pretty easy to talk yourself into the Clippers. I'm with you there. And then I really like the Jazz night at home. Utah's tough to beat at home. The Warriors have been on a little bit of a streak. I think the Warriors are more of the bad team that we've seen most of the year than the good team that we've seen the last three games and they've been on this little mini streak. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz blow them out tonight at home. Yeah, the only thing with the Jazz, man, one of the worst teams defending the perimeter this season and against the Warriors. That's the only team that's the only thing that's scaring me away. And the Warriors defensively all of a sudden this month. Now I know it's a short sample size, 
but they've only let one team score 115 against them. They're allowing the lowest percentage of field goal attempts to come at the rim. They've actually been playing a little bit better defensively. I'm still not ready to uh, make any wagers on the Golden State Warriors or bet against the Jazz. So I'm going to stay away from that one. All right, we bring in now executive producer Scott Lynn for a Change My Mind Monday here on Monday, February 12th, post-Super Bowl Sunday. Scott, how you doing? How was your weekend, buddy? I think Scott may be on mute right there. Or we You're exactly right. Old, old man hey, yells at screen. It's, it's Monday so after sorry, the Super Bowl. It's Monday sorry after the that. Super Bowl. It is Monday after the Super Bowl. This this should be a national holiday, damn it. We should be playing the best of BetMGM tonight. No, I'm kidding. I love being here breaking down the game. What do you got for us? <laughs> so we'll take it out in post-production. How was my weekend? I ate a lot of barbecue, and I watched a really good football game. And then I ate more barbecue, and then I ate more barbecue. And I may have had a, an adult beverage or some more brisket. So you get the drift. But it was a great weekend, boys. Did you, now did you, were you team Chiefs? Were you team Swifties or were you cheering for the San Francisco 49ers? Because I felt well, like, man, you were both around eating a bunch of barbecue betting on San Francisco. You damn well true. better than on Kansas City. Seriously. Team uh, Sourdough. No, I was absolutely team Chiefs. I, I, I was Chiefs money line, Chiefs plus, and I was on the under, and then that got squashed unless you, you know, took an alt because it matched the 47 that, at last check, that's what it went off at. But, it, you know, there's 46 and a half. There was a lot available. But I was I was on the Chiefs and the under, but the Chiefs did well. So, yes, you can't, like, Sean, like you said, you can't eat that much brisket and go, no, 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 I'm a Niners guy. You yeah. look a little goofy yeah, doing that. It's crazy that you point out that it got to that 47 number, ultimately. Like, it took, it took some twists and turns to get there, guys, didn't it? Like, a few field goals in overtime that we're not even sure what the rules are, but ultimately it got to that 47. That's crazy. Well, that's what you made guys, the Super Bowl like. That's what made it so fascinating, right? Is like the number never moved. I mean, we opened KC plus three, but then we hit two, and it budged to two and a half or one and a half after a one point one million dollar bet from the Sean Perry guy or whatever. But the, I mean, like the side pretty much stayed where it was. The total there was a little bit of movement, but not a whole lot, man. And I thought like when I originally took the under and that thing moved back up, I thought I was going to be on the wrong side, especially the way that the. Uh, those offenses were moving up and down the field for a period of time there in the second half. But yeah, that was kind of fascinating the way that nothing really moved through that throughout the week for that game. Sat there forever and ever, and we wanted it to move. And, you know, we talked to Patrick Everson on this very program on Monday night and then again later in the week. And he said, maybe, maybe we'll get a three. Would he be surprised? I mean, obviously, we'll talk to him uh, about an hour from now and he can tell you how it all broke down. And there was a lot of pain felt, but. There's yeah. happy people. You know what? They'll all make it back, and they'll all get closer to breaking even. That's usually the way it works. Yeah, we never cry for the sports books. We love them, but uh, when they lose, most of us win, and that's a good thing. All right, what do we got for uh, Change My Mind here on a Monday, February 12th? Change My Mind on a Monday, boys. Patrick Mahomes, Sean, we'll start with you just because you have the killer hat. Mr. Mahomes could retire right now and is a first ballot Hall of Famer change my mind oh obviously i don't there's no need to change your mind for that one you know damn well that he's a first ballot hall of famer i think that he's the rare breed where there's a chance that the last five or six years of his career we're calling him the greatest of all time how many athletes can we say that about i think about michael jordan who did who was widely regarded in the nba 
as the best player of all time before Jordan came around. I think I'm not sure there was a consensus. Maybe you get three or four different answers. But for the last four or five years of his career, everybody knew it was Jordan. That's crazy. Mahomes has a chance if he keeps racking them up at this pace, where when he's 37, 38 years old, we're looking at him as the greatest of all time. And then he's still got another four or five years left to play. He still has 10 years left on this contract, guys. So, yeah, clearly, Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest, probably the second best quarterback of all time. And if he never, never played another snap, they should let him in the Hall of Fame tomorrow. Yeah, so, I mean, if he's not the greatest of all time, it's Tom Brady, right? But you see the fat head in the back there? That was the guy that I always had as my number two. I love Dan Marino. It, rings don't matter. Ring conversation doesn't matter, right? Dan Marino finished with no Super Bowl rings. Um, but if you look at Aaron Rodgers' career stats in the playoffs, 22 games, his long career, he's going to be 40 years old, a QB rating of 100, 45 touchdowns, 13 picks. Pat Mahomes is only 28 years old. 28 years old. He hasn't even hit 30 years old yet, and he already has more playoff wins than any quarterback in NFL history. He has a passer rating of 105.8 with 5,135 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, and eight picks in 18 games in the playoffs in his career. Three Super Bowl rings already, one Super Bowl loss. The other loss came to Tom Brady in a championship game. Yes, in first overtime. ballot Hall of Famer. Put him in Put him in right now. I mean, he's he's the greatest of all time. Oh, and the Tampa loss, too. I, I like to forget about that because of what happened two weeks prior when my uh, Green Bay Packers couldn't cash in. Three straight red zone trips against that Tampa team at Lambeau Field. Damn it. That should have been us against you, Levine. We don't count that one. Uh, Pat Mahomes, yes, first ballot Hall of Famer, guys. I know you're saying it tongue-in-cheek, Ryan. Put him in the Hall of Fame right now. And also, there obviously, is. I'm a Chiefs honk because I'm in Kansas City wearing a Chiefs hat and a Chiefs shirt and Chiefs boxers. Y'all didn't probably need to know that. Um, Dude, I don't think anybody have a problem with that, right? Like, if they were – I don't know why they would do it, but if they called a press conference tomorrow, Roger Goodell, and he said, hey, we're putting this guy in with this next Hall of Fame class. Like, that, that Devin Hester class – we're putting him in also between Dwight Freeney and Devin Hester, Patrick Mahomes going to be put in the Hall of Fame. Would you? Would anybody have a problem with that? No, not at I all. And not. also, let's not yeah. forget, let's not forget the game, the Super Bowl loss to Tampa, his Super Bowl loss. The offensive line was beat to hell and he was running for his life. And some of the plays that he made in that game against that Tampa front. I mean, he was still pretty good that day. So no, I mean, I would have no issue with that. He's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. What else you got, Scott? One of the greatest, and I actually sent you guys this a little earlier. I shared it with Dylan early day. A buddy had shared it with me. Through the first 114 regular season and postseason starts for both Brady and Mahomes, Brady put up a record of 88 and 26, Mahomes 89 and 25, both guys already with three rings. So again, I agree. He's going to the Hall of Fame, Mahomes. There's no problem. However, and this is the great bottom stat, Mahomes would need to go from here 197 and 70 and win four more Super Bowls just to tie Brady. So like the gap is so mind numbing, if you will. But think about how close he's come. We talked about this in the first hour of the show, the times that he hasn't won the Super Bowl, he got knocked out in the AFC championship game by Joe Burrow. That's pretty close to winning a Super Bowl. It's not like they just didn't make the playoffs that year. They lost Give the him an M&M's ring, Sean. What's that? Give him the M&M's ring, the close enough, that first commercial with uh, Marino and 
uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. That, and that was actually one of the better commercials. All I'm saying is it sounds ridiculous to say that he's going to win three or four more. But if you really think about it, even though he's won three, he could easily, Ryan points out in that game versus Tampa, dude, that game versus Tampa, you might as well have brought out Willie Rofe and an old retired Will Shields and the big overweight mom from Who's Eating Gilbert Grape. Or was it What's oh, Eating boy. Gilbert Grape? Can't you get my point. I'm just saying, like, just get some people there blocking because nobody was blocking in that Super Bowl for him. So ultimately, yes, he's lost a few playoff games. But as Ryan said earlier, I don't think he'll ever be an underdog in a Super Bowl again. Can you imagine being the donkey no. that bets against him as an underdog in the next Super Bowl, Ryan? No, I I will not. I will never do it again. All right, Scott, what else? Anything else? Yeah, sure. We'll keep it with the Super Bowl quarterbacks. Change my mind, Ryan. Start with you. Brock Purdy isn't the answer for the Niners, and they need to get a real star behind center to push them over the hump. No, I think Brock Purdy is the answer. People call Brock Purdy just a game manager, but I mean, go back and even look in the first quarter of that game, right? Like he was never, he didn't look nervous. It didn't look like the moment was too big for him. And I mean, he's a great story, obviously, Mr. Irrelevant, had to battle his way just to become a starting quarterback in this league. But I think he can make all the throws. I think he's athletic enough to make the position. He's sneaky athletic. He could use his legs. He runs the offense. I mean, he didn't have a turnover-worthy throw. Well, he did have a turnover-worthy throw, but he didn't have a turnover in that game. No, I think Brock Purdy is the answer. You know how many full seasons Brock Purdy's played now in the NFL, boys? Like a grand total of, wait for it, one. Now, as of yesterday, he's played one full season in the NFL. So I don't know why he gets held to this different standard just because his team is really good. Now, to be fair... He's been placed in a very advantageous position where he's got a really good head coach, Hall of Fame offensive lineman, Hall of Fame running back, maybe borderline Hall of Fame tight end. You guys know I think George Kittle's overrated, but we can debate that. Good weapons, good defense. Like, he's got a lot in place. But also, that was his first full year. Why are people so harsh on Brock Purdy? The guy is somewhere between good and really good, and he's definitely the right answer for the 49ers. No question about that. Yeah, and here's the other thing, right? Who's the better option than Brock Purdy? Because we've done this in San Francisco. It was Jimmy Garoppolo who got him to a Super Bowl. Um, I should say started at quarterback in a Super Bowl. Like, Let's not forget the fact that he, he threw the ball nine times in the NFC Championship game. It was Raheem Mostert, that defense, and Kyle Shanahan that got him to a Super Bowl. But who else is out there, man? You know, Kirk Cousins? I don't think I don't think he's the answer. Trey Lance? I don't think we know he's not the answer. He's in Dallas now. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back at BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, Sean Levine holding it down the Monday morning, the Monday night after uh, Super Bowl. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.